and animal snacks. That's Elise. And that's Nicole. Elise has been working in the animal field for seven years. She's been a zookeeper, a tour guide, and has worked in veterinary hospitals. Nicole is an engineer by day, an awesome dog mom by night, and an overall animal enthusiast. Okay, Elise, so what are we going to do in this podcast? So each episode, we're going to talk about a different animal and eat a different snack themed for that animal. So today we're talking about pigs because I am mildly obsessed with pigs. <laughs> mildly. Mildly. <laughs> so we're talking about pigs, and our snack this week are these awesome, adorable treats that Nicole came up with. They're actually... On Pinterest. Nicole found on Pinterest. But still, Nicole came up with them. <laughs> they are dark chocolate pudding cups mm -hmm. with crushed Oreo on the top. So it's mud. It's, it's a mud, mud pool. Mm -hmm. And what's on top, Nicole? We made little fondant piggies, and they're super cute. And we'll post a picture to our Facebook page so you guys can see them. They're adorable. We thought the fondant was going to be really hard to work with, and we ended up looking like pros. So yeah, we're pretty so. pleased. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a Pinterest fail. <laughs> so we're very excited about this. <laughs> okay, Lisa, so since you're so obsessed with pigs, uh, tell us some things that you already know about them. So even though I'm really obsessed, I actually knew embarrassingly little before this podcast. I actually <laughs> had to do some homework and some studying. So there are so many different types of pigs. A lot of pigs are all in one taxonomic genus, but then... What does that mean for those of us who are not in the animal field? So animals have scientific names, so humans are homo sapiens, right? So mm -hmm. that's the genus and species. So homo is the genus for people. So most pigs all fall under one genus. But other things that I've heard of as pigs before, like warthogs in Africa, oh, like yeah. Pumbaa in oh, The Lion yeah, King, I right? Like he is technically not a pig because he is not in the pig genus, which Whoa, even is really though he has hog in his name. Even though he has hog pig. in his name, yeah. And other things that look like pigs, like peccaries and babarisas, also aren't pigs. So true pigs are native to Europe and Africa. And then we've actually domesticated pigs. And they are one of the most populous large mammals in the entire world. There's over a billion pigs on the planet. Whoa. Isn't that insane? Like, yeah. so many pigs in the world. I actually read a little fact when we were doing this research that in Denmark, there are twice as many pigs as people. Wow. Yeah. That's from thatsfarming.com. A lot of pigs. <laughs> yeah. Denmark might be my happy place. <laughs> <laughs> Um, pigs are also, so one of the reasons I like them is because pigs are so smart and they're so social. A lot of people don't know that about pigs. Um, but pigs have these incredible social hierarchies with each other. and Like popularity levels? Yeah, like popularity levels. Like oh. a wolf pack, but oh. social dynamics with pigs. Um, and they are actually almost as smart as chimpanzees. They are smarter than dogs based on scientific studies. Well, and most people you. think of pigs as, like, these dumb farm animals, and yeah. they're really not. They're actually highly intelligent. Yeah, I read that they can communicate with each other, and they do that frequently as well. They have, like, their own little pig language. Yeah, they absolutely do. So all the pigs I've been around, they don't just oink. They actually grunt and groan and squeal and bark and yowl, and it's all to communicate their different moods and to communicate all of those social standings with Whoa. the other pigs in the group. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's so cute. So cool. 
But you were reading a lot of stuff about how pigs came over to America, which I don't know about. So tell me about that. Yeah, I was actually really interested in that because, like you said, they seem so popular and we have so many farms, especially in, like, the Midwest. I just imagine, like, these big farms. I watch Charlotte's Web and I just feel like that whole middle section of America (laughs) is just that and there's just pigs everywhere. Pigs and spiders. Literally, pigs and spiders (laughs) everywhere in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. No offense to you, Midwesterns. Um... But yeah, actually, pigs are not native to North America at all. Kind of like what you said, they're Europe, Africa, Asia. That's pretty much where they originated. And, um, you know, about uh, 1000 BC, uh, most religions weren't able to eat any pigs. They were considered to be um, disgusting creatures. They eat garbage. They just were unclean. So many religions ended up banning them. They weren't super popular because... You know, why start breeding things if you're not going to eat them, unfortunately. Right. Um, pretty quickly, the Christian religion changed their mind. I don't want to talk about bacon. Are you going to be upset? No, I love bacon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so unfortunately, uh, pigs tend to be really yummy. So uh, the Christians were pretty much like, we can't handle it anymore. Like, we need to start eating pigs. Like, we're going to start breeding them. <laughs> okay, so like I said about 1000 B.C., most religions weren't able to eat them. By 50 AD, the Christians were starting to relax that, and they were beginning to eat them again. So they were slowly starting to breed them more, and pigs were becoming more popular again. Um, then in 1539, Hernando de Soto is considered the true father of the American pork industry. He brought 13 pigs with him from Spain to Tampa Bay, Florida. So Tampa Bay should be home of the pigs, not home of the gators. Home of the pigs, for sure. Home Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Change all of your football yeah. team mascots, please. So, American Indians reportedly found pigs so tasty that small wars began to break out because of them. Uh, they were attacked. Well, attacks to fight over and acquire the pigs that were brought over, oh basically. Um, yeah, so... Soto died three years later after coming to Tampa Bay, and his original herd of 13 pigs had grown to 700, which is a very conservative estimate. So, basically, these pigs were just being bred like crazy. Okay. And, yeah, so that's how they got here, and now, like you said, we have millions of them, which is pretty crazy. It started off with just... Just a few. 13. Yeah. Yeah. In Florida. And in Florida. Of all places. Of all I feel places. like I've never seen a wild pig in Florida. No, I think of pigs as like Texas and yeah. the farms. Midwest. Farm- I yeah, don't even farmland. know if they have farms in Florida. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There isn't even any pigs in Disney, right? Are there any know. pig Disney characters? Pumbaa. But he's not a pig. <laughs> I just thought about this. <laughs> he's not a pig. Right. Wait, let me clarify. So warthogs aren't true pigs because they're not in the same genus as true pigs, but they're in the same family. Oh, so kind of like how Luke and I are in the same family, but he's a dog and I'm a person. (laughs) Or or how humans and chimpanzees are in the same family, but they're not the same animal. Okay, that one makes a little more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Glad we clarified. So yes, Puma is not a true pig. Okay, so anyways, back to... Our pig facts. Okay, yeah. So back to pig facts. So I read a little bit about like the Chinese zodiac and how important pigs are, right? And did you know that pigs represent luck and good fortune and wealth and a whole bunch of like really great stuff? That's awesome. I also read that the Mandarin word for meat is actually the same word for pork because pigs are so important to Chinese people and Chinese culture. And 
The Mandarin character for home and family is actually a picture of a pig inside a house. Oh my god, that's so sweet. Yeah, so pigs are like the center of their culture, which is really amazing, and the center of their food. Actually, since the late 1970s, the pork consumption in China has increased seven times. China actually produces and consumes about 500 million pigs per year. Which Holy is crap. Half the world's pigs. Oh just my God. China. Yeah, half the world's pigs oh, are being. Pork fried rice. Oh, it's so yummy. Pork dumplings. <laughs> oh my okay, God. stop talking about okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you were talking about the history of pigs. Historians sometimes think that the Chinese were the first to domesticate wild boars 10,000 years ago. And Many statues of clay pigs have actually been found in Han Dynasty graves as early as 206 BC. Whoa. So the Chinese have been revering pigs for years and years. They even sacrifice pigs for religious rites. And there's an expression that the Chinese eat everything but the squeal. <laughs> <laughs> they use all the parts of the pig. You can't eat the squeal. You can't eat the squeal. <laughs> no, you can't. It's really cute. <laughs> Um, and today, the average Chinese person eats 86 pounds of pork per year. Um, and the fact that people in China are eating so much pork is actually changing the way that pork is being raised and sold worldwide. Until the 1980s, 95% of Chinese pigs came from small farms, and now only 20% of Chinese pigs come from these small farms, and the other 80% come from these huge industrial conglomerates, which is a problem. Because these industrial facilities often have really poor welfare. And then the price that these industrial conglomerates are selling the pork for is actually mirroring and also predicting other prices in China's economy. So China's economy actually goes up and down based on the price of pork. Whoa. Which is crazy. Imagine if that was true in the U.S. Imagine if, like, the price of corn influenced our entire economy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Pigs are so important to their culture. Um, they actually created the world's first pork reserve in China. The Chinese government actually subsidized pork production by $22 billion in 2012. So instead of bailing out like the auto industry or banks, they bailed out pig farmers. Wow. By $22 billion. It's insane. I knew nothing of this. Yeah. Um... But unfortunately, I realized in all of my research that raising pork actually requires a lot of resources, way more than I ever knew. I knew beef required a lot of resources, like I knew that cows can be taxing to the environment, but I didn't realize how taxing pigs are. Every two pounds of pork requires 10 pounds of feed, which China often imports because they have limited land and water because their population is so big. And can't pigs be like... 300 pounds. They can be up to 1,000 pounds. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so imagine so much food that is. Right, right. So over half of the world's feed crops are eaten by Chinese pigs. Not people, pigs. Oh my god. And they mainly eat soybeans and corn. So in 2010, China's soy imports were more than 50% of the global soy market just for pig feed. And by 2022, it's predicted that China will import a quarter of the world's corn as pig feed. Oh, my gosh. 
which is crazy since they can't grow these crops themselves. They're changing land use across the world. So in Brazil, more than 62 million acres of Amazon rainforest are used for soy production, which is a problem because China only recently joined the Soy Roundtable, which advocates for sustainable production of soy. So a lot of that soy is being grown unsustainably and it's actually hurting rainforest and it's being grown to, to sustain China's pig population. And as the global demand for pork increases, China continues to buy more and more land in other countries. I actually found out that China owns a huge percentage of land in Texas. What? Yes, because they own soy and corn producers in Texas. So they technically own land in Texas for their pig farms. And this is also a problem because Chinese pork is shipped all over the world. And Chinese pork also contains antibiotics and growth hormones which negatively impact our health, no matter where we're eating it in the world, in England, in the U.S., in Canada, in Mexico, wherever. And then all of these pigs that China has are producing manure. Each pig produces about 10 pounds of manure a day, which is just, think about how many pigs there are. That's a crazy, crazy amount of manure. And this is the biggest source of water pollution and soil pollution in China, and it's also increasing methane and other greenhouse gases. So in China, the greenhouse gas emissions increased by 35% between 1994 and 2005 because their pig production increased by almost seven times. Oh, my God. So pigs are really affecting, like, land use and, and car- carbon emissions, essentially, across the whole world and are affecting global warming. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't Everyone that talks crazy? about, like, how you should drive a Prius and recycle, but then you're like... Or we could just stop breeding pigs. Right. Which is hard to say because I love pigs I know. and I really want a pig. But I, I didn't think we know any have of this before this podcast. an appropriate number of pigs, though. I feel like more pigs than people is maybe too many pigs. Right. So maybe there needs to be more <laughs> regulations or something. But the more I was reading this about, like, the environmental destruction and all the resources that are being used for these pigs, the angrier I was getting. The more upset I was getting. Like, all of these people in Brazil are seeing hardly any profit from destroying all this rainforest habitat. They're being exposed to countless pesticides and other carcinogens from growing these crops and they're reaping so little of the profits and the rewards from helping this giant world power produce pork. Wow. It's really incredible. So you're talking a lot about breeding pigs for consumption, but have you read anything about breeding pigs for medical uh, advances and medical experiments? I know that pigs are pretty similar to people, right? They sequenced a pig genome back in 2012, and they realized it was really similar. But tell me more. What do you know about it? Yeah, so I read a little bit about it. I don't know a ton, and I'm not a doctor, of course. (laughs) Secretly, um, we got medical degrees while we're sitting on the podcast. Yeah, real quick. Online, real quick. Real quick. (laughs) Pigs.com. So, yeah, I just read a little bit about it, and it seems like they're starting to do more and more research to enable the transplant of pig organs into humans, which is pretty crazy. Uh, You would think that, like you had said before, we're really closely related to like chimpanzees and monkeys, but um, it turns out that pigs are really preferred because they have um, organs that are relatively similar size to ours. So uh, a transplant would be a little bit easier. Imagine trying to put like a gorilla heart where your heart is. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty crazy. Um, And uh, genetic modification of this species has been done for years. Uh, If we, I know we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but we talked about maybe like mini pigs and the idea of that. So people have been experimenting on pigs for 
a really long time in modifying their genes. So um, there's just a lot of experience with that. Yeah, so let's get off the topic of all this like serious stuff about, mm -hmm. you know, the environment and medical research. And maybe we could talk about mini pigs since I kind of brought that up for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I have a mouthful of super yummy pudding. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so Nicole and I wanted to do this podcast today because I've been wanting a mini pig for gosh years now. Yeah. And every time we hang out, I've been weirdly obsessing over getting a mini pig to Nicole. And yeah. she was like, maybe we should tell other people. So you stop telling me. Yeah. yeah. So this is an outlet for you to talk yeah. about it. This is my mini pig outlet. <laughs> so we started doing research about mini pigs so I could see if this was even a feasible option for me. Well, because so many movies have them. Like, do you remember Uptown Girls with yes. Dakota Fanning mm -hmm. and Bernie Murphy? She's a tiny little pig. It's yeah. so cute. And then I had read, like, mini pigs are fake. And then I, then I had heard, like, Mini pigs aren't fake. And I've heard all this, like, research. And then I saw an interview that um, Ruby Rose did. And she had said, like, she thought that she bought a mini pig. And then, like, she shows a picture. And it's, like, a couple months later, it's, like, 200 pounds. Oh, jeez. <laughs> because people are tricked. Because all pigs look like they're mini when they're babies, right? Right, So yeah. these people are, like, breeding pigs and selling them as mini pigs. And all these, like, little families and little, like, kids are like, I'm a little mini pig. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's this gigantic hog. Yeah. 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 Um, I was actually reading that 9 out of 10 of every pet pig that is adopted are surrendered in the first year. Oh, so yeah. they're given up to sanctuaries or hospitals or things because people don't realize how big they're going to get yeah. and they can't care for them once they reach 150 pounds. So they yeah, have to and 150 pounds is like on the low end. So in the research I did, the micro pig is a myth right there's not a pig that you're gonna get that's gonna stay the size of a shih tzu right, right? no micro pig no teacup pig no nano pig no pocket pig no apartment pig those are all just marketing terms exactly yeah but there are quote mini pigs yes. however a mini pig a healthy mini pig would be anywhere between 50 and 150 pounds. So right. you figure that's a pretty large dog, right? Right, absolutely. If you're trying to buy a mini pig, a micro pig, you're trying to think of something that's like smaller than a house cat, right? So um, so it's not that mini pig is a myth necessarily because an average pig could get up to, like you had said, it could be 300, 500, even like 1,000 pounds, right? right? So 50 to 150 pounds is definitely mini in relation to that right but um definitely not teacup micro you're not going to get it right you're not going to get a chihuahua pig. size pig that exactly. stays that size forever um and not all mini pigs are pot-bellied pigs there's actually 12 plus different breeds of pigs that are classified as american mini pigs and they're just like dog breeds but they all all of those breeds get between 50 and 150 pounds like you were saying so they exist through selective breeding similar to dog breeding. So you can get um, like a Bernese Mountain Dog or a Golden Retriever through selective breeding, but that Golden Retriever is never going to be the size of a teacup. It's just genetically impossible. So same thing with the mini pigs. So yeah. <laughs> my dream is not dead. I still could get a mini pig. I just have to be on board with the fact that it might be a 150-pound mini pig. I think the bigger the better. I almost want one that I know is going to become 500 pounds. Right. Like, I just want this big thing and I want to snuggle with it because pigs right. are very snuggly, I read. They yeah, even they sleep snout to snout with each other. Oh. It's so sweet. So I would love well, nothing more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to like get a little ramp up to my bed so my little pig, my little 300-pound pig can just like <laughs> waddle 
ducks waddle. What do pigs do? Do they also Yeah, waddle? they kind of waddle. I don't know. They, they trot. Pig its way up to the mm-hmm. bed. And sleep snout to nose with me. How sweet yeah. would that be? That would be adorable. Oh, my God. Yeah. And pigs are actually really clean, so it would be okay to have the pig in your bed. It's a myth that pigs are dirty. They actually can be litter box trained. They normally go to the bathroom in just one spot. Although, they have this reputation because they wallow in the mud, and they use the mud as a sunscreen and an insect repellent, just like elephants do. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Yeah. But pigs actually don't have a natural body odor, so if you smell a pig... They don't really smell like much. Yeah. The couple of pigs I've smelled, I think, smell like maple syrup, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's but just because that you a breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Because pigs don't have touch. fur. They have, like, hair. Right. Right. So I think that makes sense that they would smell a lot less. Like, I know, like, my pups, if I don't wash them mm-hmm. every other week or so, they start to start to get a little bit of a smell. Yeah. You know, but they have fur. Really thick crazy dog fur so mm-hmm. yeah as we're sitting here we're both covered in puppy fur because the puppies keep <laughs> well, coming over to say hi black pants to yeah, my house my and I have two I... huge dogs yeah so that's, <laughs> that's not it's my fault souvenir <laughs> from the podcast <laughs> um what are some other pig myths so we talked about mini pigs being a myth we talked about pigs being dirty being a myth um i've heard fat pigs are happy pigs I read that that's a myth, too. Just like any animal, obesity can lead to arthritis and other health problems. So just like with people, you want to keep your pigs at their ideal weight. You want to keep your pigs fit and healthy. You don't want your pig to be so fat they can't walk or move. That makes sense. It's like thick muscle, right? It's exactly. Like, like yeah. a manatee or like a walrus. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if They don't have a blubber, but... We'll cover yeah. that on the walrus episode. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard the idiom sweat like a pig. Is that true or is that a myth? No, I think that's a myth too because they don't have many sweat glands. Like We have more sweat glands than pigs. So I don't even know if it's possible for us to sweat like pigs. We would, om- we would almost have to be sweating less to sweat like a pig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. Imagine going to yoga and coming up and being like, oh, I sweated like a pig. I'm barely glistening. I'm just glistening. I'm yeah. just glistening. No, but that's kind of like what you had talked about, about laying in the mud, right? That's how they keep cool. Like, right. we sweat and it cools our body down. Mm-hmm. They just roll around in, like, cool mud. Right. And that's how they yeah, keep cool. Yeah, body down. Yeah. I've also heard that pigs can eat anything, and I read that that's actually not true. That's also a myth. Pigs, just like us, just like any other animal, need very specific diets so they don't have uh, obesity and intestinal problems and other health problems. So pigs are omnivorous. They can eat a lot of different foods like fruits and vegetables and grains, but they actually need a diet that's low in fat, low in protein, and high in fiber to stay healthy. Wow. And they probably are picky eaters because... I read that they have 15,000 taste buds, and humans only have 9,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would be surprised if this pig was choosing to eat garbage, right? Right. Like, yeah. It tastes gross. <laughs> that would probably be a last resort. Yeah. Also, we had kind of talked about the pig waddling or trotting or whatever it is that pigs do, and I just imagine this big thing that's, like, barely making it, like, step by step, but... Another weird fact is that they can run up to 11 miles per hour, which I feel confident saying is faster than I can run. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I maybe push 
four miles an hour, right? I'm like sprinting. I honestly wouldn't so. even want to run one mile in an hour. I feel like no, I would give up before the mile like was up. Lot. So I, yeah, I think that if a pig was ever chasing me, I would win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. So if we ever need to do like a relay race, one of my teammates is going to be a pig. I do think there are faster animals that we could choose. Other than, I'm not I saying mean, pig okay, is the fastest so a cheetah animal. would be like my my hustler. <laughs> Right, my ringer, but a pig would be the one that no one saw coming. If choosing between a pig and myself for a relay race. I would be the coach. I would recommend you choosing the pig. Right, yeah. Exactly. I would not run. (laughs) Yeah, I would be the cheerleader. Um, So we talked about a bunch of pig myths, and you mentioned Pumbaa as a famous pseudo-pig. Not a pig. Pig. Pig, not pig. Hog, not hog. So cute. Doesn't matter. What are some of the other famous pigs in the world? Or some of the other famous references to pigs. I feel like there have been so many. Yeah. Well, we kind of touched base on Charlotte's Web, which was, mm-hmm. like, my favorite book growing Absolutely, up. Absolutely, And it yeah. was so sweet. And that was Wilbur, yeah, right? Wilbur. Um, There's Babe. Everybody knows oh, Babe. Oh, Babe. Oh, my God. I haven't seen Babe in so long. I know. It's been a long time. Maybe before our next podcast, we'll watch Babe. <laughs> oh, my God. We should have watched that before this podcast. <laughs> okay. This is our first episode, oh, guys. We'll learn. Piglet. Piglet is probably in Disneyland. How did we oh, not from think Winnie of the that? Pooh. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Piglet. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, and Miss Piggy from The Muppets. Yeah. And Porky. Porky. He's yeah. probably universal. Chance. You could probably meet some of these pigs, actually. I'm sure you could. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the This Little Piggy toes rhyme for little kids. Yeah. How? I wish. Do you know how our toes got called pigs? No, I don't. Hold on. Let's Let's look that up really quick. Okay, so I just looked it up really quick and can't find any reason why our toes are called piggies. (laughs) So if any of you guys know, we'd really love to hear about it. Or if you have any ideas as to why they would be called piggies, even if they're not facts, we'd love to know. Yeah. Maybe they just look like pigs if you squint and your feet are really sunburned and pink. And chubby, right? And chubby. I don't feel like, I feel like my toes are longer than they are wide and I don't think all pigs are longer than they are wide. Right. I don't know. Yeah. We'd love to have your thoughts. Yeah. So any other famous pigs that you can think of? The Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three Little Pigs. Oh, my God, wait. One of my favorite books growing up was the... Uh, the wolf's side of the three little pigs. I love that oh, one. Oh, it's so cute. And it's actually that the pigs were the jerk the whole time. Yes. And that the wolf just wanted a cup of sugar. Right. And he wasn't trying to blow down the houses. But no, these pigs made their houses out of, like, allergies. straws. And, yeah, and he had Stupid allergies. Pig. Oh, my God. I love that one. Maybe one of our episodes should be how wolves are misunderstood. But aren't... Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about wolves when we talk about wolves. <laughs> okay. Back to pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What other famous pigs? The Pink Floyd pigs. Oh yeah, All they have them at their things. concerts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, live shows. and I've their never been to a Pink Floyd concert, but I've seen I've pictures. Heard. Yeah, I'm not cool enough to go to a Pink Floyd <laughs> concert, <laughs> but yeah. So I think that pretty much wraps up pigs. Yeah, I think we've told you just about everything we know about pigs, and even some things we didn't know until just now. Yeah. So. Definitely want to take a note that we didn't know a lot of this information. We did a ton of 
well, I wouldn't say a ton. We did some research utilizing Google and Wikipedia and some other sites. Uh, I don't want to list the bibliography here, but we're going to post on our Facebook everywhere that we got our content just to give them the rights to it and mm -hmm. give the people who deserve credit credit. credit yeah. And if you guys want to read more about any of the things we kind of touched on, those sites would be definitely where to do that. Absolutely. And as animal enthusiasts, we definitely started with an animal that we know very little about. Um, even though it's your favorite pig. Even though it's my, my favorite pig. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite, favorite animals. Animal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this was good. I got to learn more about an animal that I'm obsessed with. So yeah, this is so, exciting. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, and we we finished our pudding. Oh, um, yeah, it was pretty good. we drinking our champagne that we popped for our first episode. Oh, it's so exciting. So if we got more and more enthusiastic as the episode was going, <laughs> it's because the champagne bottle's getting emptier and emptier. <laughs> so definitely tune in next time when we eat more snacks and we drink more alcohol and we talk about more animals. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. See you next time.